Welcome back to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. It is a beautiful, finally beautiful Monday morning. A little chilly, but I'm not going to complain about it. It's nice. The sun is shining, and um, we're glad to be here. We're in our recording studio, also known as the Stream Room. So, Craig, welcome. Brandon, you too. Thank and, you. um, you know, you're right. The weather is absolutely uh, gorgeous and, uh, but I'm never one to complain about the weather. So I just take it as a never, goes. never. What's your definition of never? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never this week. Exactly. Yeah. Right today, right, right now yeah. at this moment. Yeah. But you're right. It's absolutely gorgeous. And welcome back to you. I know you've been on a, um, another vacation mm-hmm. and um I have. traveling all over the you know the united states of america how many states did you actually travel oh, through to goodness. Go to texas so we went ohio indiana illinois missouri oklahoma texas arkansas tennessee kentucky and back to ohio wow well that's... we hit missouri there too on the way home a little bit so wow was that 10 that's about 10 yeah yeah so, um, the first night I know you guys left here, you darted off right after Mother's Day and you headed to, what was that, Missouri? It was or? Phillipsburg, Missouri. There you go. Yeah. And you stayed in a corn crib. We stayed in a grain bin. It was a great. Grain bin. There you go. Right, so right, it right. was an Airbnb. I was looking, you know, I wanted to get a little over halfway there the first night, but knowing that we were leaving after church service, um, I knew we were, weren't going to be able to push through too far. Right. And right. so I'm, I was looking kind of, you know, south of, of St. Louis a little bit and came across this Airbnb that was, it was a couple of grain bins and they've just converted them into one room deals where there's a bathroom in the, on the lower level. And then there's a loft on the upper level with a bed and all of that. There's a couch on the lower level with a pullout, um, queen size mm-hmm. bed in it. And it was actually really nice. Like it was super clean. Yeah. It was just a neat experience. Like for me, that was one of the highlights just That's, because it was neat. That sounds really cool. The, um, I love the, uh, I love when somebody does that and they put like a different spin on, you yes. know, something like that. It kind of makes it, you know, the ambiance is kind of cool. It was. You don't really get to do often. Right. So, right. But, um, but you guys went to Texas and um, you guys got the Vex tournament done and um, we're glad to, I bet you were glad to come home. It was good to be home. So we, um, for, first of all, just the week was really good. Um, I mean, we got down there on Monday in time to see some of the middle school IQ teams compete, which Jordan really wanted to see them and, and cheer for them when she could because Tuesday they started their preparation for um for Wednesday's competition starting. They had competitions Wednesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but they did a really good job. They took, um, Jordan's team and a lot of the other elementary teams did as well, but they took and rebuilt robots after states. So they had a push bot at states. And then once they qualified for worlds, they were like, this bot is not going to, it's not going to fare well in, in worlds. And so they took and absolutely built a brand new robot that actually would, shoot the balls the way, you know, they needed it to, um, into the upper goal. And, um, and so there was a lot of, you know, a lot of work that went into right, that. Right, right. They weren't going in expecting to win it. Um, and, and they didn't, but they did, they did well. They had a good time. They, they persevered through some stuff, but you know, they didn't have any, you know, any breakdowns or anything. Right. So that's always good. Um, but it was a good week. And then we headed back. We stayed Thursday night. It was over Thursday afternoon, evening. Um, we stayed Thursday night in our Airbnb in Dallas and then hit the road at 7.30 a.m. Central Time from Dallas Friday morning and pushed back an hour from Elizabethtown, Kentucky. And we were like, yeah, let's get a, a hotel room in Elizabethtown. And I start looking up hotel rooms. Outrageous. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right, like right. two hundred and fifty dollars a night for Holiday and Express. Well, when you're when you got the money of Elon Musk, I mean that shouldn't have been any any big deal for you. But right, which is why we drove back and pulled mm-hmm. into our driveway at one fifty a.m. <laughs> Saturday morning. <laughs> so you're saying that you're a cheap man, is what you're saying? I, I am. Okay, I'm gotcha, a tightwad, gotcha. and I, 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 yeah. I wasn't paying two hundred and fifty dollars for Jordan to swim. That was the only reason we were going to stop. <laughs> right, so she could swim, but. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, we know people with pools back home exactly. will swim here in a month. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, it's good you guys had a good trip. And um, 
Glad to have you back, and um, probably good to be back. You know, it takes a couple of days to unwind and get together. So you probably, if you're like me, and I'm 20 years older, so it would take me about Friday to get back into the groove. Right, so, but, right. um, you know, that driving is just, uh, I have a really hard time all that driving, you know, 16, 17 hours yep. at one time. Um, my son makes fun of me, Dustin, because used to, I would drive straight through like that. You know, we're not stopping, you know, we're only stopping for gas and that's it. Right. And now it's like, oh, there's praline uh, pecans. Let's stop and do that. Oh, there's orange juice. And he's like, we stop at every stinking exit now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We made it an hour and a half, I think, was to Texas. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. On our way back, we made it an hour and a half before we stopped because, you know, there were, there were rumors of this, um, amazing potty in Sulphur Springs, Texas. Yeah. And some of the other people had stopped and, 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 went there and and actually sulfur springs was really nice i saw the picture quaint little town i saw the picture but they have this these two bathrooms there in like the town square i I hated it and they are one-way mirror i I hated that picture it It was irritating it's pretty cool i i I couldn't do it it's pretty cool it's like you're open all around it's like you're vulnerable so you can't see in it's just a reflection but you can definitely see but you can see out when you're inside hey yeah so i I sent you pictures i saw it i hated it yeah (laughs) It was neat. On the way down, we stopped. Can in. you imagine going to the bathroom and Clint Matlack is out there? You know, you know, he'd make you feel very uncomfortable. Oh yes. Thankfully, he wasn't with us. He makes me uncomfortable just talking. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. On the way down, we stopped in Casey, Illinois, okay. and they have a lot of the world's largest things. So, like, they had the world's largest mailbox, I the saw world's that. largest bird cage, wind chimes, rocking chair, teeter totter. And that was really neat. What was really cool too is on each of them they had a different Bible verse that kind of related really? to whatever whatever it was. And so that was that was That's really kinda neat. cool. And they the one I know the teeter totter was in the NLT as well. Really? So yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was good. Sounds like a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. Sounds like good. And um I will tell you that I did not go to Texas, but I did get something from Texas. Yes, you did. This man brought me back a Willie Nelson t-shirt. So thank you for that. You're welcome. It's called, um, <laughs> Chili Willie. Chili Willie. I love it. He's got chilies, like, yeah, like chili peppers in his sunglasses. And it looks just like, uh, Willie Nelson. And so my wife and I were talking to you this morning and, um, I was like, yeah, my son Dustin's going to want this shirt. She's like, your daughter's going to want that <laughs> shirt too. <laughs> yeah. I should have brought more back. I guess. Yeah. You said I should have bought a whole pack of <laughs> brought them back and peddled them. I could have sold exactly. them for like double. Exactly. So, uh, hey, uh, but welcome back. Glad you're here and glad to be back, uh, doing grounded. And, um, we have, uh, we're drinking some coffee this morning. We're Somebody always drinking coffee, coffee. But, but yes, uh, I'll let you tell them about our coffee experience. Yeah. Right so now. this is, uh, Betsy Bear gave me a couple of K cups and for the Keurig. And this is Hemisphere, which we've drank Hemisphere before. We Corey have. brought in we Hemisphere and, and brewed that for us right. as well. This is Java Blues. Java Blues. Java Blues. It's actually good. I haven't had any yet. I, I think it's pretty just good. Finish my cup of Black Rival and get ready yeah, to well. try some of this. Yeah, it's very good. So here he goes. He's taking a sip. He's taking a sip. He's swallowing. Yeah, it's not bad. And it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad for a Keurig. I'm not a fan of the Keurig. You know, I'm, I'm fancy. I like stronger coffee, so. Right. Yeah, it's 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 actually good. I don't mind stronger coffee. I don't like bitter coffee, and it's not bitter. No, so no. so that's it's that's not good. like um. Do we even say the name? Starbucks mm. bitter. Yeah, that's bitter. Bitter coffee. It's bitter. It's overpriced. Mm-hmm. It's a liberal. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not right. <laughs> Definitely our favorite place in the world, right? Yeah, I'm not gonna hang out at Starbucks. Exactly. <laughs> no, but thank you, Betsy, for that, and um. Really, uh, That's good. it's always good to get coffee. So, um, hey, we're more than happy to drink your coffee. All you gotta do is bring it in and, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll drink it in. That's right. We'll give you a review. So, I'll go on a scale from one to ten. And, um, you know, just take away your opinions about, um, you know, curings or pour overs mm-hmm. or whatever. But on a scale from one to ten, one being the least, ten being the best, you would rate this at a? I'd say seven. Awesome. I'd say seven. I was yeah. going to say seven, eight. Seven, eight. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's smooth. Yeah, that's, it's very good. That's my big thing. Like, I don't mind strong coffee as long as it's smooth. Yeah. And, and it's, it's actually really smooth. Yeah. I, I've been pleased with Hemisphere from what I, I've had. Well, that's another place that we talked about going to do the podcast from Correct. over in Mechanicsburg. They're in Mechanicsburg. So we, we actually need, if Corey. I drove through uh, Mechanicsburg at like one o'clock the other morning. I know. 
Yeah, I got the text when right? I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I got it the next morning or something. Actually, I think I got it. I woke up. You woke up. And I texted you back. Yeah. I was like, dude, I just woke up and got this. Right. <laughs> But you're probably closer to home by the time I got that. We were so. we were getting there, yeah. yeah. So um, besides that, Texas and all that, how's, how's everybody else doing? Family's doing well? Doing well, yeah. Uh, Kennedy and Christian stayed here with Grammy and Grampy, so thanks, Tom and Annette, for watching them while we were gone. That made the trip. Like I would have loved to have had them with us for some of those experiences for Casey and mm-hmm. um, Christian. Would have I would have liked to have seen him in the glass potty. Mm. <laughs> but... Um, but it was nice because, you know, when you don't have the younger kids, you can push through a little bit yeah, more. exactly. And you don't have to stop exactly. near as much. And so Jordan was a trooper, and, and it was just a good good trip. So, But, yeah, everybody's doing good. And I mowed my yard yesterday, and so now my <clears throat> those allergies have kicked back in yeah, again. Right. It's like, ah. Yeah, I did the same thing, but my yard and dandelion fuzz, yep. you know, the, <clears throat> everywhere. The place. Oh, gosh, yeah. But my yard was – I mowed it the day before we left, and it was like a jungle. Right? I had to double mow a couple of sections. Yeah, I had to double mow yesterday too, and it was only been a week. And yep. I kept every day, like uh, for the last three days, I'm like, I gotta get out there and mow the yard. And, right. And then I didn't do it. And then it rained. And, and it I was rained. gonna do it Saturday night. And it, we, we got dumped on. I don't know about a few guys here, but. Yes. <clears throat> I was talking to Kevin Beal, and I said, Oh, it's pouring down rain here. And he's like, It's not here. Yeah, we didn't get it as bad. Now, I was in Marysville, and you told me it was pouring down the rain. And we were, we were at Walmart, and it wasn't raining. But we were, and, but rain. I could see it over in your area. Yeah, I don't know what we always get dumped on for some reason. And, and the same thing happened in the winter. Remember, mm-hmm. you were getting snow and we were getting rain, and so I had to go out and oh yeah, my, that that big uh, yeah. that big snowstorm yeah. that we got. You we got were just like getting freezing four rain, four or five inches less than we did. <clears throat> exactly. So yeah, no. How how about you? Things been good? Uh, yeah, things are getting better. I'm here. You miss up. me? I did. Oh, I'm sure not. I did. I missed you, and I uh, always miss you. Oh. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, we had, um, you know, healing up, getting better, you know, yeah. after being sick and, yeah. uh, still got this crazy cough, but, um, doing a lot better. I'm probably, uh, if I'm not a hundred percent, I'm probably at 98 or 99. No, I don't know if I'm ever at a hundred percent, you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm just looking on here. I may have, you may, uh, you may complain about the weather this week. Uh huh. I saw that. Today's a high of 73. I can handle that. Like, I love 73. That's perfect. I love 73. Tomorrow's a high of 72. Perfect. I love 72. Sunny. Wednesday, high of 67 with a 48% chance of rain. So that's not awful. Mm. But then it's back up in the 80s after that. And mm. 70s, but then 60s. and Yeah, it'll get it figured out eventually. Will it? It's no, getting better. Probably not. We'll get snow here in a month. What was terrible is we'd had a 70-degree day. Remember that? And then yeah. three days later, we got three inches of snow. Right. It was like, what's going on with the state of Ohio? The state of Ohio is 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 mad. It, right. It's, it's like a rabid dog. I am like, this is crazy. So, so yeah, we got a lot of um, got a lot. The weather's changing. That's awesome. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it's been good to have you guys all back from Texas. We had quite a few people go down to Texas. Yeah. And it's good to get everybody it was like back. RCC. And safe. Yeah. We need uh, RCC robotic stickers or exactly. something. Exactly. But it was, I was glad when I kept hearing people were, were getting their feet back in the area, you know, either flying or they're driving and they got back home and that was right. always good news to, to hear that. And, um, so, but I'm glad that you guys all had a good trip. It yeah, it was good. And, and, and you're right. You know, it's, it's, you don't necessarily think about it a lot, but you know, we did, we pray whenever we go on a big trip like that, we pray as we're leaving and just asking God to protect us. But mm-hmm. you know, we saw some accidents and I mean, Dallas is crazy. Like, Dallas, I've driven in Atlanta before and I've thought Atlanta is probably the worst place, but I think Dallas Have you is, driven through Cincinnati lately? I, well, it was actually nice. I drove through Cincinnati at, you know, 1130 the other night. Well, then that's perfect, but sometimes it, it even was at per- that time well, you're- it was perfect northbound, but southbound they were backed up because of construction for the, like four on the, miles. On the bridge. Yeah, on the yeah. bridge. Yeah. And that bad. bridge is just treacherous. Yep, it ridiculous. was bad. Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean there were some, you know, there were some accidents, and and I would say that Dallas is probably worse to drive in than Atlanta, and that's saying something if you've ever been to Atlanta. Yeah, Dallas has its issues, as we all well know. Yes, but um, um, well, they don't have any good sports teams for one. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that there is that so moving right along um you know um 
how's your how's your Braves doing? Because the Reds have mm. won a couple of games, but I still think we're under. I don't think we've won ten games yet this year. <laughs> well, I was gonna say the Braves aren't are they're under five hundred. The Reds are under. Well, that one point, at one point, our winning percentage was like 147. Yeah. Now the Braves are doing, they're doing okay. They just finished up a three game stretch against the Padres and, um, and the Padres are a great team, but we went into the, I was listening to it while I was mowing yesterday and they were up three to one at one point. And then after like seven, it was tied three to three. Okay. And it went into 11, tied three to three. And then the Padres hung four on them in the top of the 11th. And okay. the Braves just, that is a weird format when they go into extras. Have you seen that? I have not, but I'm not a big fan of, um, they of put a they runner on second anymore. base. Whoever made the last out goes to second base and runs. Yeah. That's the new format for extra innings. Right? You get a trophy. <laughs> you get a trophy. <laughs> I wish you could see his face. I, you don't, yeah. I, 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 but then the Braves blew it because our, one of our, what was it, Heredia? One of our guys bunted and threw, they threw the guy out at third because his bunt was awful. Because they can't bunt any, you know, they just don't know how to bunt anymore. I'm just, I'm just speechless of how, I'm just going to say it, how woke and how watered down Everything is. Yep. I mean, I can't imagine like Babe Ruth coming back and seeing this. He'd he'd go ballistic on these guys. I think ballistic. when they play double headers now, the second the second game is only seven innings. I'm not joking. You're kidding me. I'm not. No, I. It, it's something. There's some kind of variation to it. I can't remember what it is, but but I think it's a seven inning game. Dude, I feel. Don't like, quote me. I, I feel like that old puppet that Jeff Dunham uses yes. Walter yep. right now. Walter. I feel like that right now. My face is all like right. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even say anything. That's what you look like. Exactly. So anyway, your Braves are 16 and 19. 16 and 19. Yep. And the Cincinnati Reds <laughs> um, are the only team who haven't won 10 games and they're sitting at 9 and 26. So congratulations to the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, if Christian's 8 through 10 year old baseball team played more games they, they would have more wins 100% they might do better so yeah, I think they've got three but one of my all time favorite baseball players and managers Dusty Baker mm-hmm. has uh, won um, you know his 209th game he's now moved into 10th place on the all time manager win list and all the guys in front of him are all in the Hall of Fame nice. as managers and other than Bruce Bochy who's the guy behind him and um there, the four or five behind him, other than Bochi, is uh, they're all in the Hall of Fame. Mm, and uh, there you go. You know, I had a friend of mine ask about Bruce Bochi. What do you think? You think he's a Hall of Fame manager? And I do not. Um, I just don't think he's a Hall of Fame manager. He has uh, he's got a losing record. I know he's won two hundred two thousand games, but he's been a manager for forty years. Right. And um, I just don't think that um, you know. I just don't think he's a Hall of Famer mm-hmm. as a manager, but that's just my opinion. He'll probably end up going in right. eventually, but because uh, he's won so many games, and that is something. I mean, longevity is it something is, for sure. Um, he has to be somewhat good to be that hang around that long, exactly. Um, but um, <clears throat> you know, you start stacking him up against like a Dusty Baker mm-hmm. who is you know four hundred games over 500 that's a lot bro. Mm-hmm. when you start thinking about it and then you know, guys ahead of him are like sparky anderson and connie mack and all those guys so right um, right joe tory and mm-hmm. tony rosa and all that but anyway but anyway there's major league baseball there you go what else we got before we move into the topic of the day i don't know miss prayer night I did miss prayer night. And uh, other but than I, not singing, that was, you know, it, it went real well. I don't good. we had about a dozen people. I don't, I don't understand why more people don't show up at prayer night. That's, I enjoy, I, I look forward like to it. That's like my favorite thing that we do. I look forward to it. <laughs> I look forward to that and I must rather do prayer night than Sunday. Does that makes yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do prayer night on a Sunday. You know what? You know what? That's a, that is a good idea. Let's do it. I might end up doing that on a Sunday. That'd be fun. Yeah. It would be fun. Yeah. You talk about, uh, yeah. I missed, uh, the chosen too. I was bummed about that. And Christian's got a ball game this Wednesday, so I'm going to miss the final one of those too. And speaking of the chosen, mm-hmm. we in, in July, July, we have a sermon series that we're going to base it off the, uh, the drama series, The Chosen. Mm-hmm. And we're calling it The Chosen. 
sermon series. We're pretty, and we're pretty, uh, we're pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a clip from a, a, a scene from original, um, one of the scenes from the, um, drama series. And then that's what the sermon's going to be based on. And the clip could be three minutes or seven minutes or, or whatever. I'm going to do a 30 minute clip. Well, and then I don't pray. know if you can do that. Just do the episode, right? right? Just do the episode and then pray. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, so we're hoping you guys come out for that. I think that's going to be fun. I'm it's looking forward to different, that. So, um, that's going to be in July. I think I've got my clip figured out right now until awesome. I watched another one and it's like, Oh no, I want to do that one. Uh-huh. I think I got mine figured out too, but, uh, I'll wait to see what uh, Brandon's going to do one or two or three, and then uh, mm. one, right? One. Todd Norquist is going to do one. I tried to get him to do two, but he he settled for one. And then uh, I'll probably do a couple, if not more. So, uh, but it's going to be in July. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good. It will be good. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. It's good to see. Uh, good. To see, we had a good day yesterday. Uh, I know you had a had a long week, and you got back. You know, very very yeah. early on Saturday morning. But um, I thought things went well. And yeah, they um, did. I thought the. I thought the worship was good. I loved the songs. I thought they matched well with mm-hmm. um, with the message, and um, I thought people sang. And the first service is on the money, man. They they they're, they're clapping. And um, was it the end of the service? Very end of the service yeah. after the uh, this is amazing grace. Yeah, they're they're very um, they're very awake. They are. Some Sundays they're not. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but uh, most they are. They are most. totally different than the second service. So yes. if you got, I'm not knocking the second service. I so don't think that I'm doing that. But it's just totally two different feelings. It is. Two I'm di- not sure if you were in their second service, but I did the announcements, and I completely botched up the young at heart. Like I was was looking over at the screen, and I, I was talking about the the Amish bus tour and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I messed up the wording, and and I was like, hey, that's easy for me to say. I was like, I, I know I'm from Virginia, but I promise I can read. Right. Nobody laughs. Crickets. Crickets. It's like, okay, you can laugh. Like, we can, God gave us a sense of humor, people. Right. It's like the first service, I'm like, amen. Boom, amen. Second Even service, you had kids. Kids, amen in you. Second service, it's like barely a whisper, and I'm like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Two totally different Two groups. Totally it's different. like, how can that be like that in the same, in the same place? So, but anyway. I agree. Is, uh, hey, back real quick before um, we move past it, you were talking about prayer night. I did get photo evidence mm-hmm. that there was some grounded mm-hmm. swag represented at ground, at mm-hmm. uh, prayer night this past week. It was. Kevin Beal was rocking his grounded tank top. He was. He was, so, he was rocking. I, I took a picture of it. Made me happy to get that exactly. picture. Exactly. So, speaking of, um, swag, we still doing swag? We can do swag if anybody wants something. I mean, not just grounded, but like RCC. RCC, and- if anybody, we're, we're going to get some more summer apparel be out. Um, and we'll get that up on the website. I need to, to talk with Nikki about that, but I don't know. I think you and I need to change the logo up because my hair has changed. Mine, mine changes about every two years, right? right? So it's about time to do it. We better do it before it changes again. Let's do something. Let's, uh, yeah. uh, you want me to cut your hair? No. Why? <laughs> I'm going to need a haircut. Well. The top's, the top's good. I just need the sides and backs trimmed. That can be handled. Yeah. We'll let like, Allison can handle that or I can do that or. Uh, I'd, I'd rather you do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> you feel like breaking your clippers? Oh gosh, no. So, I'm not buying so Craig one. has. You're buying the next set of clippers. I, I will buy the next set, but I'm going to start calling you clumsy Craig. That's it. That, well, yeah. I, you know, here's a story and my wife can confirm this. And when, in my senior year in high school, you know how they do like, you know, best athlete, best this, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. So, um, there was a span of about three weeks where I did nothing but fall down, trip. Uh, it was stupid things like that. And so <laughs> I was in track to win, believe it or not, biggest klutz. Oh my. And some guy beat me out at the last minute. It was like on the last day when the voting went in. Right. He went to walk, um, Jump from the steps and grab this pipe that hung across the steps. He missed it and he fell like, and I think he broke his wrist or he sprained his wrist. He ended up getting it. So thank goodness for that. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. I can be pretty, you know. Well, I heard when you first got here, you, you were telling me that yep, I, about every other winter you would slip on ice and, and break, break your wrist. My wrist. Yep. It'd be one wrist or the other. And one so the you've other. actually, I've done well. You've done well. I've got good wrist. Maybe changes, <laughs> change of scenery helped you out. I don't know. Yeah. So, what were we saying? We were talking about something. Oh, my hair. So yeah, you um so yeah, so Craig has cut my hair if you didn't know that. Craig has cut my hair back. We called it COVID cuts. It's been 2 years. It's been 2 years now and um and actually now I mean I could go somewhere else, but 
I don't know that I can find anybody to cut my hair as the way I like it, like you cut it. Well, you know, I am a good barber, and you are so. man of many talents. Well, not many man man of a couple, I can cut man hair. of a couple talents. <laughs> but but here's the deal: like, how many of you went through two? You're on your third set now. It's my third set. So he's knocked off his clippers while he's been in the midst of cutting my hair a couple of times and broke them each time. Yeah, and it's terrible. It's a terrible sound when you turn them back on. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, and the last ones, I thought I could help, but I couldn't get them fixed. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know how the like the whole piece came out and the screw you, was still yeah. like and the screw was still in. I I don't know how like that happened. Craig Copperfield or something. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. So anyway, the uh yeah, so yeah, yeah, let me know. We, we can get you settled. We can okay. we can get you taken Sounds care good. Of, Perfect. Yeah, whatever. So yesterday was a good day, but we uh we we talked about kind of the you know, kind of the apostasy, great falling away of what, you know, what's taken place um, in our world. And and I'm not so concerned, and I am concerned about the world, but the world's always going to be the world. The right, world is right. the world. Exactly. And it's always going to do stupid things. It's always going to do satanic things. It's always going to go against God. Yes. But you and I and the church needs to be totally different. And my, my whole thing is, is that churches and Christians are not doing that. Right. I mean, it's literally, it's like a split like you see now between all the things in this world. It's like 50-50 of believers are truly believing what God says. Yeah. And I tell you how I, how I see this is that I'm, what people, and I'm not on a lot of social media, but I hear, mm-hmm. and, and I'm talking about people from this area, mm-hmm. from this church, mm-hmm. where people say, did you see what they posted? Right. And I'm like, no, I'm not on that, thank God. And because if I was on it, I'd probably just say uh, I'd probably na- I'd probably confront them. Yeah. Because um, it is just it, I, I think you have to be so careful right now not to fall into the line of what the world does yep. and take a part of the narrative of the world and try to combine what you think the scripture says and and coincide that with the with the narrative of the world. That is right out all wrong. Yep. It's got it's God's word. That's all there is. And so the world has its message and. If so happens that the world's message goes with God, you go with that. But if there's a tweak and it's yeah. off a me- yeah. uh, just a measure, then you don't go with that at all. So, um, but I read a scripture to start off with yesterday. It was First Timothy four one and two. It says, "Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and the doctrine of demons." And, yep. and I think that that is a that is a great way to say that mm-hmm. speaking lies and hypocrisy. Having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, it's like, I didn't bring this up yesterday, but, um, it's like our own government. Yep. Like last week, um, you know, we had Nancy Pelosi standing up talking about the Bible, talking about that, you know, when Jesus said you were hungry and you fed me, this is what we're doing to Ukraine. She is so much a demon. Right. This woman, just the, the fact that she would even quote God's mm-hmm. word, I can't believe her eyeballs didn't fall out, mm-hmm. you know, just because she is so far off base. Right. And the way that they use God for their, to get what they want, she has no idea what she just did there. Right. She has put herself in a place that she is speaking God's word. So now God is going to judge her for that. Right. Amongst the other stuff that that woman has done. For sure. So anyway, I'm not going to get off on a tangent yeah. like I no, just did. Absolutely. But, um, but I'm just saying that this is what this verse is saying, you know, giving giving heed to deceiving spirits of the doctrine of demons. And what, what when you see that, that's 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 mm-hmm. demonic. Mm-hmm. That's 100 um, percent demonic. Um, but yeah, I, I, my concern, and it, it has really been in my heart that um, Christians do not give in to this; that they do not sway in their in their devotion for Jesus exactly. Christ and in their walk with God. <clears throat> I um I read another verse and uh we were talking about uh Elijah mm-hmm. and I just briefly mentioned Elijah and um you know and I and I talked about how uh, you know Elijah spoke with compassion and he spoke with um passion about yep. what we need to go, do and you know basically when he prayed he I mean he is basically praying God you you've got to come again you got to show your people because your people have been held captive by Bell and um and I believe that for for us today in our society that we've been held captive by a false message so it's it's like the modern day Baal um and you know you know the story of Baal right yes where they're sacrificing their children yes. to this. And what are we doing in the United States of America? Yes. We're sacrificing our children on, mm-hmm. for abortion. Have you seen some of those video clips of these women? Like, 
ranting and raving about abortion and calling these aborted babies names and all that. I'm like, this is some of the most demonic, Mm. vile stuff that I've ever seen in my entire life. So Elijah's words, I mean, when he's talking about this, I mean, that applies for us. The Bible, to me, has become more alive. Yes, than ever before, than in like in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I believed it by faith, right. but now I see the truth of God's word actually living. It's mm-hmm. actually working. It's actually, oh, it's like God is showing us, oh, this is what you meant. Now the pieces of the puzzle yeah, have absolutely. actually finally, you know, gone um, together. But, um, and I read a, a scripture yesterday too. I'm not going to read the Elijah thing because it's so long, but I read the scripture in Second Corinthians six sixteen that said, "What agreement has the temple of God with idols? Mm-hmm. For you are the temple of the living God." And I think it's important for people to realize that when you're a Christian, you are the temple of God. It's not you're the church. You're the person where God dwells. As God said, "I will dwell in them, and they will walk among them, and I will be their God." And they shall be um, my people, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, and I think that you and I and the church and the Christian community, we need to focus on what God wants us to do. And mm-hmm. I think the focus in our society, and it's been going on for a long time, mm-hmm. has been on us exactly. In me, right? My wants and you know my desires, and even in the church, we've gotten into that. You know, mm-hmm. my traditions, my wants, my likes. You need to do this. We need to sing that. It needs to be like that. Right. We've not done it like that before, and I think uh, that is an idol. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that is an idol, and um, and I, and I believe that sometimes we we give ourselves a free pass, and it's not biblical thinking, and you know, the thinking that you have to. Um, you know, you've got to be good. And right. when you're good, God's going to give you something. And, right. Uh, it's crazy. Well, that's, yeah, that sounds like the, the next quote that you had, but I'm going to go back. You read Isaiah 29 verse 13, and I'm going to read it out of the NLT. I've got it pulled up here. Yep. <clears throat> and it says, and so the Lord says, these people say they are mine. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. You know, and that's what you were talking about. You know, right. even the church has gone, you know, astray and because we focus on us and what we right. want and, and we, we've taken the focus, we've taken the intention off of God and we've made it about what makes us feel good or exactly. what we like or, exactly. or what makes us comfortable. Exactly. It's like we don't want our toes stepped on. Well, guess what? Sometimes we need our toes stepped on. Exactly. Um, and then it finishes, it says, um, these people say they are mine. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me and their worship of me is nothing but man-made rules learned by rote. And that's, you know, you see that back in the day that it was written, mm-hmm. you know, they had taken and, and they, they made all these rules about the Sabbath and everything else that was just them jumping through hoops exactly to, you know, please God air quotes there. Um, but they weren't, their hearts weren't close to God. No, there've been times where I've been that way. You know, if I'm going to truly assess myself and my, my spiritual walk mm-hmm. there, there've been times where I've been that way. And so, you know. But the the Christian right. church today can so easily go down that road, and, and we have to be intentional. We have to be in God's Word to know right from wrong. Well, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. In our 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 culture focuses on you. Yes, um, whatever feels good, you need to do it. You know, don't let any. You just need to be you. You're against the world. It's all about you. You can be the best person that you could possibly be. It's all about mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And so that has been, I think this has been the great plan of Satan over generations because uh, the generation growing up now is off the charts, crazy, selfish. I mean, uh, you look at the, all the selfies and all the yep. stuff that everybody takes and young people. Well, they grew up with parents who do that too. So right. that, that's, that's a generation coming in. Uh, to full bloom. So we're looking at a generation of just really, I mean, we've always been selfish, but we're totally selfish now. I agree. And we are in love with ourselves. I mean, I mean, seriously, look, if I go on social media and I'm on Snapchat, that's the only thing that I'm on, but you can actually pull up other people's Snapchats. Some of the stuff that's on there is just mm-hmm. ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. And um, Oh, I've unfollowed some people lately too. Yeah. On Facebook, just because it's like, I don't want to see that. Like no. there, there are women out there like posting their pictures on, and it's like, I don't want to see that. I know. I know exactly what you mean because, number one, we shouldn't see that. Right. And number two, 
if you're a Christian, you shouldn't even be posting that. Exactly. And I don't know if this person, these people are, but I actually know Christians who actually do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, why are you doing that? Yeah. That, that is just so not right. And, um, and so this is, this is, this is the, the balance of, am I going to do what God has called me to do? Because the Bible talks about modesty and, yeah. and, and all yep. this. And so where does that come into play? Do you, now, do, do you actually believe the entire word of God or do you just believe mm-hmm. it to a certain point? Right. You know, it's just, it, 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 this is where the rubber meets the road. And this is where, um, you know, this is where everything comes into play for us now. Mm-hmm. God is literally preparing the entire church for the next step. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm going to just say it again. He's separating and he's shaking mm-hmm. and he's separating the wheat from the chaff. And, you know, I don't know who's going to make it. I pray I do. Yeah. I pray I don't get lost in the shuffle, but I pray that everybody that listen is listening to, to this or anybody that comes to RCC, you don't get lost in the shuffle. Yep. You don't get shaken out. You get serious about what God is calling you to do. This is not just an add on to your life. This is your exactly. life. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the way you look at it. Yep. You, you're living for eternity and you are living your life for God now. Yep. And that, I was going to say that because you mentioned that yesterday is yeah. that, you know, this life that we are living right now is just like, you know, the Bible says it's a vapor. It is. It's just like that. And eternity, that's our true life. That's what we're living for. Exactly. And, 100%. and here's the problem too. And you were <laughs> surprisingly. You were very nice about it yesterday. Was I? Yeah. I never I, get accused of that you, much. Right? You know, there are some people that I would just love to call out. And I think it's important for us as ministers of the gospel to help guide those people that God has entrusted mm-hmm. to us of saying, hey, be careful of who you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Be careful of, of who you're watching. Because when you have so-called a so-called pastor, minister, whatever he wants to call himself, who's out there telling you, and I could do my impression, but I, I won't, you know, that God wants you to be happy. God wants you to be successful. Well, you need to have that uh, big those big teeth, and you need to wear like a nine thousand dollars suit when you say it. So God wants you to send me your money, right? Okay, I said I wasn't going to do it, but anyways, you, you know, you quoted, and you may have to finish this for me because I only have so much of it on my. I'm, I'm looking on the okay. the slides that Randy gives us, and so some of it's cut well, off. This is from Joel Osteen. This is from book. Joel Osteen's book, and you said you do no in no way do you. Support him support or this. promote him, and and I absolutely. If you know me, you know that I am a big proponent against him. But um, he said God wants this to be the best time of your life, happy, successful, and fulfilled. Individuals have learned how to live their best life now. As you put the principles found in these pages to work today, you will begin to live your best life now. And then you said he doesn't really go on to. To break that down biblically? No, and, and, and here's the thing about this stuff. It, it is, it's a, it's almost a whitewash. Yeah. It's like, it's like a swirling. It's like, um, there, you know that he's a minister and you know what he's trying to say, but it doesn't go below the surface. Correct. It's, it's like, um, I'm not saying that you live your best life for Christ is a wrong st- is a wrong thing. Exactly. But how do I do that? What right. does that mean? What's what does that, that mean? look like? What's that right. look like? It looks like, well, living my best life for Jesus Christ means that um, if I actually live for Christ and it's my best life, well, probably I'm going to be persecuted. Exactly. I'm going to go through everything that everybody else goes through. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have – Jesus tells me that in this world you're going to have trouble, so be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. So trouble means – and I don't know if I told you this or not – I just noticed yesterday when I was mowing, somebody had backed into my truck, backed into my tailgate and everything else. So I was not happy about that. That's the first verse that went through my mind, yeah. other than a couple other things. But <laughs> then that verse went through my right, mind. Right, right. But so in this world, you're going to have trouble. So people are going to back into my truck and not get, leave me a note. I'm going to, um, uh, I'm going to get sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might get the virus. I might have uh, financial issues. I might die. Mm-hmm. But be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. You know what that is? That that is a, an eternity mm-hmm. statement. And so to, he may use those verses and stuff, but he is not going to go below the surface. Right. Like, what do I need to do? How do how how do I live my best life for Jesus Christ, but not like a swirl to right. this is all about me. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to make about me. And so uh, this is. That message is very successful today mm-hmm. among the Christian generation because right. 
I think you already alluded to it because there's no, there's no, um, there's no depth in right, that. Right. And, um, you know, there's no, it, it, it makes me comfortable. Mm hmm. And so that makes me feel really good because everything's so bad. I do need to be comfortable in right. this. That's what we think. Right. Instead of being, um, convicted, mm-hmm. we need to move from comfortable to con- convicted. Exactly. So that message is so, is so good because Satan is behind the marketing strategy mm-hmm. of that. I mean, I, I think he appeals to our unrepentant heart. That exactly. Makes, if I have to admit that I have to have conviction and repent of my sins, totally changes the game because now I, mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable. Right. It's not comfortable to say oh, exactly. I'm living in sin. Yep. And, and I think what Joel Osteen peddles yep. and some of these ministers is everything that an unrepentant heart mm-hmm. and, and a casual Christian mm-hmm. and a comfortable Christian wants to hear yep. and they're peddling at in the name of God. Right. Exactly. And so – And someone may say, well, that's just one example. Well – I've listened and I've heard examples of things that he has said and his wife has said that is pull, go to YouTube, pull up his interview with you, Oprah. Yeah, exactly. His interview with Larry King. I actually watched a clip of that last week. He's absolutely dismal Mm -hmm. on interviews. He should never do another interview with uh, somebody that's not a Christian because he's absolutely dismal. He doesn't answer any questions. Oprah claims to be a Christian. (laughs) Really? She does. Claims to be. Charles Manson said he wasn't a murderer either. So right. Anyway, but exactly. Anyway, um, I, here's the thing about that. Um, you know, you you can't if you can't answer the basic mm-hmm. questions of what the world is, is seeking. God has put you on that stage for a reason. Yep. You need to answer those exactly. questions. Yep. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven? And he can't give you the answer when he sits in front of Oprah. He right. can't do it. Nor you don't. Larry, Larry King says, "Do you? Do you?" Do you, do you have, do you talk repentance? And then he'll say, and this is on the interview. Well, I'm the only minister really offers an altar call, but what are you offering the altar call right. for? What is that about? Is it about a repentant heart? What, what is that? He never goes into, mm-hmm. he, he said, well, I don't want, I don't want people to feel judged and all. No, you need to feel judged. Mm-hmm. I need to feel judged if I'm living in sin. Yep. I, I need that because that's where the Holy Spirit works. That's where God's, he moves in yes. your life yes. and in your heart. So, uh, what Joel Steen, I think Joel Steen's on a stage that can be used for for the good. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he hasn't done good. Yeah. Because oh, exactly. I'm sure people have come to know Jesus Christ through his ministry and right. all that. But what I'm saying overall, when you're on that world stage like that, and he literally is on the world stage, mm-hmm. come on, bro, it's time for you to speak up. Yeah. But I think he knows that if he does speak up, I believe inside his heart, he does believe that you need to repent, that mm-hmm. All these things are are like this. It's like our. It's like your guy from um, oh, what's the church? The, um, you know, we talked about him, Stephen Furtick. No, the other guy. Oh. Um, you need to step down from his position. With oh, um, from Hillsong. Yeah. Oh, um, Carl Lentz. Carl Lentz when he was on The View. Yeah, they asked yes. him about abortion. Mm-hmm. I, I it, it's it's on YouTube. Yep. Dismal. Absolutely. Dismal. And finally, he, after he leaves the view, then he issues a statement. No, I, I, I definitely abortion is wrong. Well, why didn't you say that when right. you were on that with those four wicked women? Right. Cause you didn't want to be attacked because you're a coward. Mm-hmm. So you got to stand up. If you're on that show, there's a reason why you're on that show. Guaranteed. If I was, I would never go on that show, but if I did right. go on that right. show, I would pile drive the word of God down yep. their throat. And I know that sounds terrible, right. but that's what those ladies need. Mm-hmm. They need that. And here's my thing, too. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, they're being harsh to these people. Um, my concern's for you. My concern's not for, for these people. They have to answer for what they're doing, and I don't know them personally. But I don't want you to get hoodwinked by someone who claims to be a minister of the gospel, but they're not a minister of the true gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. They're mm-hmm. not using the Bible as their foundation and they are wishy-washy mm-hmm. on, on items like abortion, mm-hmm. um, and homosexuality right. and other things that the Bible, you know, says is wrong. And, and so, you know, yeah, I'm going to be rough on, on these people because I don't want you to fall into their false gospel. I don't want you to be a victim of that and think that, oh, well, yeah, what they're saying is good. What they're saying feels good. It, it sounds good. Yeah, it does feel good. You know, but it's easy to get sidetracked by that too. And and so, you know, you look at a, a Joel Osteen or, you know, a Carl Lentz or, you know, I mentioned Stephen Furtick, um, you know, 
if you want more people, you come to me. I can give you my list of people exactly. who I don't think you should be listening to. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's important for us to keep our radar up, right. to, to be in the word and to know, okay, that part of that sounds good, but I don't know that I agree with that, you right. know. And so, you know, you look at a Joel Osteen like that. Yeah, I'm sure some of the stuff he says is good. I'm mm-hmm. sure it is. Well, it's like uh, yesterday I brought up the Bethesda House of Mercy Church in Vancouver. Oh my Washington. goodness, that is something else. What's the What's the real name of that song? There's a song they they twisted the words of that, and I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't recognize it. Let be God. Let God be God in your situation. Mama Ghost will flow. I will lean back into the loving arms of a beautiful mother, and I will breathe deep and know that she is good. She's like a, a love like none. None other. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I actually heard that for on, on a website from somewhere. Somebody actually might have sent that to me. And I have looked for that clip because I was actually going to show the clip yesterday. But I cannot find that. And I can't remember who sent that to me. If somebody's listening, you sent that to me, resend that to me. And I, I will definitely show that again. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will bring that back up. Because the minister gets up and he tries to explain why they did this. And, you know, God. Why they've like, turned God into a female. Yeah, God, you can go into the bosom of God and all that. And I'm like, I, I, I literally... I think I was watching it on my phone. I really want, I just wanted to jump through my phone and wrap my hands around his <laughs> scrawny neck and be like, bro, no, yeah. no. God is just God. Right. No. Worship God for who he is. Yeah. Don't start adding to what you think God is because mm-hmm. that's not God at all. I don't know what God you're even singing about right. at this point. And, um, I love the second Corinthians passage that I read in six, seven, 6, 17, and 18, therefore come out among them and be separate. Mm. I love that. Yep. Do not touch uh, that which is unclean, and I will receive you, and I will be your father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters. I love that. I love yep. that a lot. Mm-hmm. I um, I love it that basically Paul's saying don't touch anything that's unclean. I mean, do, don't, don't put yourself in that situation. Don't listen to another message other than the message of, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. And, um, and I use the example of, you know, nine eleven. I think mm-hmm. in the first service somebody said I said two thousand eleven. You did. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that. I was a that was a word slip. But um I got it right in the second service. Everybody so they, knew what you meant. You yeah, know. I know they did. And uh but how people were running away from the buildings, but the firemen and everything and the policemen were running toward toward the buildings. Yeah. And they're literally yelling yelling, run for your lives. Mm-hmm. And um and I know people, that's a sacred day for a lot of people, and that's a big thing to remember. But I, I liken it, there's no different for us in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. You and I have to be running toward the fray. we got to run into the conflict. we got to run into the action. we got to go in and tell people about who Jesus Christ is and basically say, run for your life. Run away from that which is pulling you away yep. from God. And, um, and, I, and I think that that's why um, sometimes... It comes off like it's all you know. It's like he he just keeps hammering away at this and keeps hammering away. Do you know why? Because here's the thing: Monday or Sunday after you leave church here, until you get back, if you actually come back the next week, and some people will come but won't come for a couple more weeks. Mm-hmm. But let's just say you pretend. Let's say you come every single week, and you're listening to everything else during the week, and you're not hearing anything else, and you're reading God, uh, God's word, but you're just doing a quick devotion. You know, you're reading it from a book, and then and then you're out. So then you, I stand up and I start talking about this. That's why it's so much the opposite direction because it literally is the opposite direction. Right. It's done like that on purpose mm-hmm. because I want you to see God for who God is and not. It's like ripping off a band aid. Yeah. It does hurt at first, but you know, you see what what you know what is there exactly i brought up a um <laughs> um another televangelist oh gosh his name is larry hutch and i the guy is very popular and probably not as popular as he used to be but man the guy is off base and and i i don't know why i keep going back to listening to his stuff i think it's just because i can't believe how far off base he is right right but not only is this quote terrible, but it's about the most sacrilege thing that I've heard in my life. But he said, poverty is a curse. And when the crown of thorns, talking about Jesus going to the cross, was placed on Jesus' forehead, it was a symbol of debt, poverty, and lack. Uh, they take the curse of poverty and lack and they press it to Jesus' forehead and the curse of poverty is broken and we are reconnected. That's why the Bible says he became poor so you could become rich. Hmm. If it wasn't so terrible, it'd be funny. Right? 
Like I, that just, you read that yesterday and it just baffled me. And it still does today hearing it again. Like it's just really, yeah. But again, people hear that they fall for it and they fall for it and they believe that because people start like, no, because we don't really know God and you're a nominal Christian mm-hmm. and you show up and you're kind of a selfish Christian and you're an apathetic or comfortable Christian. Mm-hmm. You may hear that in a, in a weak moment of desperation when mm-hmm. you're not doing well. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, that's what that means. And now all of a sudden you start to go down another road. Right. And I'm telling you, sir, you and I are sitting here. Um, it happens. Yeah. It happens all the time. It does. And so I, I think I, <laughs> I, I know sometimes it's crazy, but you know, I, pretty much said you know this this is a this is a this is this is like a demonic message mm-hmm. this is this is absolutely terrible mm-hmm. and this guy is this guy is totally uh you know misleading you right from yeah because the truth is is that you know what are the words he used debt poverty and lack that's part of a fallen world yeah that's it's because sin entered the world the world that you know god didn't intend to be this way Became this way because of sin. Yeah, in this world, you're going to have what? Troubles. Debt, poverty, and lack. Mm-hmm. Right? But That's take heart. Yeah. Because Jesus has overcome the world. Yeah, 100% on that. Yeah. It just, yeah, it, it literally, uh, it, bo- <clears throat> it, it boggles my mind to the point where I'm just like, um, sometimes I, st- I set, um, I set stupefied at yeah. what I hear. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, or somebody will tell me. I'm just, I'm, sometimes I'm just like, wow. Wow. Right. Really? Yeah. That's what you think? Wow. Oh my Yeah, gosh. you read, um, and, and this kind of goes right hand in hand with mm-hmm. that, is Second Corinthians 11, 3 through 4. Paul says this. He says, I fear that somehow your pure and undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted just right. as Eve was deceived by the cunning ways of the serpent. Verse 4. You happily put up with whatever anyone tells you, even if they preach a different Jesus than the one we preach, or a different kind of spirit than the one you received, or a different kind of gospel than the one you believed. And then immediately after that, I read Second Corinthians eleven thirteen through 15. It says, these people are false prophets. I mean, he's right out telling us. Mm-hmm. They are deceitful workers who disguise themselves as apostles of Christ, but I'm not surprised even Satan despise, uh, disguises himself as an angel of light. So it's no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, Craig, you're, you just called him a, you know, a, a servant of Satan. Yeah. I didn't actually do it. It's that in Corinthians. So, yeah, that's exactly what that is. If you are using God's word to twist it and turn it and mislead and and just befuddle that thing, yeah, you know what? You're a servant of Satan, hands down. I'm saying the truth is is that Satan is using you to use God's word. Exactly, 100%. In a wrong way. I mean, this all goes back actually to the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. I mean, go back to the Garden of Eden with even Satan. (laughs) You know, He he, took what God said and he twisted it. There was a little truth. There was some truth there. And a lot of lie. Mm-hmm. And boom, he twisted it and she fell for it. It's like, well, surely God didn't say that. That's not what he meant. Yeah. Hey, no. And you can see Eve mulling that over. I mean, mm-hmm. the more I, I know we've heard this story so much in our lives, you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. But if you actually read that again and you start thinking about that and you look at that story, you get that mental picture in your mind. It's kind of where we're at today. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't like a, a just an instantaneous Satan said it, so she believed it. She, you know, took the fruit. Exactly. You know, it was you know right back and forth. Exactly. So he's, he knows what he's doing, man. Yeah. He plays the long game. Exactly. I, I will give him credit. He plays the the the, the definite long game. So, mm-hmm. um, but um, we we were I kind of closed out talking about the water. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm the well and digging our own wells and making sure that they are in in tune with God mm-hmm. and took a scriptures out of uh, Proverbs five and it says drink water from your own cistern and running water um, from your own well yeah. and you know it's basically this is God saying you know if you listen to me and come to me believe in me um, out of your soul living water is going to flow and mm-hmm. he's going to give you what you need exactly and so what we try to do is we we try to go to God but we also try to pull from the world we go to right. God or pull from a friend or a book or something else but we, we're never satisfied our, right. our souls are not quenched we're still hungry and thirsty and the reason we're hungry and thirsty is we're not solely going to god who can literally quench that hole that thirst in our heart in right. our life so right yeah, yeah. And then you read uh, jesus says in john seven thirty eight, mm-hmm. anyone who believes in me may come and drink for the scripture de- the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart hmm. 
That's true. Mm-hmm. And then um, I do love this quote by John Piper. I think this was the only quote I used yesterday. Well, besides this oh. is the only good quote you used yesterday. Yeah, right, right, right. The only good quote, you're right. Um but he said, and I love this depiction, and, and John Piper is so descriptive sometimes. Mm-hmm. I love yes. this. He said, God pictures himself as a mountain spring of cool or clean, cool, life-giving water. Uh, the way to glorify this fountain is to enjoy the water, praise the water, keep coming back to the water, point other people to the water, get your strength from the water. And I love this. Never, never, never prefer any drink in the world over this water. Mm-hmm. Go back to God. That's where you're going to get your your thirst quenched. And uh, you know, if there's anybody listening here on this podcast today, or whenever you listen to this, um, if you're struggling and you're you're a Christian and you, you still feel empty and you're not satisfied, I would suggest that maybe you need to take a hard look at where you're what you're trying to f- get your you know your fulfillment yeah. yeah your fulfillment from and are you getting it from god and something else or it's god and your spouse or god you have to go totally to god right and that's where you get your fulfillment and um it, it, that goes totally against the world and here's here here's what this takes this takes a faith that god's going to do what god says that he's going to do and here's something else very few people truly find that fulfillment because right. they're, they're they want to hold on. Right. But you know it doesn't really work because you know there's that mm-hmm. void still. Mm-hmm. And so it's very difficult sometimes for us to Well, and and, and so often we, we're looking for fulfillment that is instant too. Yes, exactly. So I, I would just, you know, that whole section there that, you know, go to God. Let mm-hmm. God fulfill your life. Get Let God quench that thirst. Yeah. Uh, that is the only thing that's really going to give you and me what, you know, what we need in right. our life. And know that God loves us, man. He loves us mm-hmm. like one hundred percent. Yeah. And He loved us before we loved Him. Yep. And that that's truly amazing. I closed out with a a, a verse, and I'm going to skip ahead because I know we're getting at time here. But um, it was Ephesians five eleven through sixteen, and I love this verse. It's it's really good. It says, "Take no part in worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them." How about that? Mm-hmm. That goes against a lot of Christians. Why are you talking about that? Why are you doing that? You know, right. it's like uh, it is shameful to even talk about things that the ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. And who has the light? You and I have the light. We're going to yep. talk about the light next week. For light makes everything visible, and this is why it said, Awake, O sleeper, and rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live, and don't live like fools, but live like those who are wise, and make the most of every opportunity in, in those last days of evil. And, and I um I purposely ended with that verse, and I don't know if anybody's going to pick this up, because that's going to set me off for next week, because we're literally going to talk about being the light of Jesus Christ, right. and that takes a lot of grit, yeah, to be the light of Jesus Christ for sure. Um, and because you have to really, really focus on being different. Cause oh, absolutely. Because if, if you're the light, mm-hmm. it's going to be something that is going to go totally against what God, or totally against the world, and go totally 100 percent for what God wants you to do. Exactly. So, but yeah, it's good stuff. It is good stuff, and, and it's hard. It is hard, and it's hard for you know. It's easier to get up and talk about it than it is to do it. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because yesterday, you know, I talked about Elijah going down to the the Valley Kishon and slaughtered the, and I said, you know, we might have, you know, we might feel like that, but, you know, we're not, that's not what we're called we're to not, do. Right. We're not called but, to. But, you know, it's hard. You got to fight against, you know, what your, we've talked about this a few weeks ago, feelings and emotions and just do what God, you know, has called you um, to do. But, right. Um, it's good stuff. It is good. It's convicting, but. So yeah, Sunday, if you hope you join us and, um, we're going to be at week number five on the series and, uh, we're going to talk about the light, what that means. And, um, also, uh, we got a few things coming up. Uh, already we're involved in one is the baby bottle campaign. Yes. You know about that? I can't remember. Yep. So, um, we support the new, new path pregnancy resource, resource center. And there's one located right here in Richwood. And, um, and that's just a great, um, ministry for for women and men alike you know a lot of times there there are you know the mm-hmm. fathers in the picture as well mm-hmm. um but just a, a great ministry um for women who are pregnant mm-hmm. um and and sometimes even women who are not pregnant 
um, as well. But um, we support them. One of the ways that we do that is through our baby bottle campaign. Pick up a baby bottle at the Welcome Center mm-hmm. on Mother's Day or after um, and bring that back by – Mother's Day was like – a week ago. Yep, it was a week ago. So, yeah, a week and a day ago. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, bring that back by Father's Day, and and which you is can fill June eighteenth. I think so. Yeah, you can fill that with change. You can fill it with hundred dollar bills. You can fill it with gold coins, a check, whatever you want to fill it with. Hundred dollar bills is nice. Yeah, or gold coins, doubloons. <laughs> right, like a treasure chest. If anybody has bottle. those in your house, wow. <laughs> right. um, but bring those back by Father's Day, and then we will get those to the Pregnancy Resource Center. And mm-hmm. um, I know we've had bottles be, already turned in. Yep, so we've had bottles we already turned in. And then um, coming up on Friday, May twenty seventh, at Young at Heart. If you're fifty five and older, and over. Uh, they are going to Amish country. I like Amish country. Mm-hmm. It's a fun place to be. When is Nothing that? Like, uh, that's uh, May 27th. Gotcha. You are not quite ready for that. I'm not. You're still no. a little too young. No. On the other hand, you, I'm a little too young. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to be meeting here at the church at 7 a.m. Uh, so if you want to do that, there's going to be a breakfast in the fellowship hall. And the bus is going to leave about 8 uh, there's still a lot of seats left, I'm told, and if you have any questions, you can contact Glenn or Lisa Smith. I'm going to give you their phone number. They said it's okay, so 937-309-9733, or you can email them at rccyah at gmail.com. What am I even here for? What? You're taking my lines. All right. Well, tell us about the annual Memorial Day picnic. Annual Memorial Day picnic. That is going to be on Sunday. Is that May 24th? No, 9th. 29th? 9th. 29th. Yeah. My, my anniversary is May 24th. That's coming up, bro. It'll be 14, that's 14 years. Or that's Saturday. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. No. Sunday. No, it's next week. It's the following week. Okay. It's eight days from now. Okay. But anyways, um, May tw- 29th is going to be at the Ackermans. If you need the address to the Ackermans, feel free to reach out to the church office. You can email us at richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail.com. Um, we'll begin meeting at 2 o'clock. Um, we will eat dinner at 5 o'clock. And um, if you wouldn't mind bringing a side dish or dessert, there will be yard games. Bring fishing poles, however you want to. Can um, you bring lawn jarts if you got them? Lawn, sure. I'm, the, I'm down for that. Take me back to lawn my... lawn jarts? Yeah, take me back. Yeah. Well... I don't know about played, but there's we nothing used to, like taking a jart and tossing well, it straight up in the air. I was going to say, we used to just fall. throw them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, your next door neighbor gets it hooked in his head. Right. Or exactly. Right? Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know why they don't make cool games like that anymore. They don't. I mean, I, the dangerous games are the best games. They actually make those, but they have like I saw little them. sand at the bottom. There's, there's no I point. I saw them. It's kind of like Major League Baseball. What's the point? What's anyway, the point? go ahead with it. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so we'll meet at two, eat at five, bring a side dish or dessert, um, bring a lot, lot chair for yourself bring a blanket whatever it's always a great time um and so if you have any questions again reach out if you need the address reach out um to the church office and we can answer those i'm told that smoked pork and hot dogs as well as beverages are going to be provided yes sir smoked pork and hot dogs yeah pork day right yep and then um we've got um, our children's ministry is making some uh, changes and mm-hmm. you'll notice some a little bit of construction going on they're repainting they're <clears throat> adding some stuff but um they need volunteers, so if you would be interested in volunteering, you can contact Sue Ellen Ackerman and um, Anita Brads or Sarah Smith uh, or contact the church office, and uh, we'll send you in the right direction. But here's a big thing that they're doing with the new curriculum that they're doing. They're, uh, they're giving away an NIV Bible that to goes along child. to each child yeah. to go along with the curriculum. The Bibles are 25 bucks. And um, if you're interested in maybe adding, you know, donating money to help out, buy the, you don't have to buy an entire Bible. If you'd like to just purchase a Bible, mm-hmm. uh, you can do that. You can get once again, you can get a hold of the church or get a hold of one of those three ladies, and they'll they'll help you get into the right uh, direction. And then, then, am I supposed to know what's next? Sunday, June fifth. Oh, LifeWise, Lifewise Sunday Academy Sunday. Looking forward to this day. I think it's going to be good, and um, we're going to hear all about LifeWise. Um, and if you're listening uh, today or whenever that you're listening to this, we, we're recording this on a Monday, and um, June the 5th is about two weeks now. Yep. And um, But mm-hmm. we want you to come ready to listen. I want you to come. 
three weeks. weeks. Okay, three weeks. And once you come ready to listen, be ready to be prepared to, to be involved and be involved through prayer. Mm-hmm. Make a commitment to pray about this. Uh, be involved to help financially. Yep. Maybe be help, uh, involved to help volunteer, however that might be. But uh, just come, listen, see what that what God might do. You don't have to really decide that day if you want. But if you know that day, come prepared already. Right. Maybe we're three weeks away, so just start praying about it now. Yeah. And see where God, you know, where where God is going to lead you. So, um, but yeah, that's we got a lot coming up. We already mentioned the chosen series, and looking forward to that. Yeah, good deal. So, but yeah, you're you're going to be speaking here a couple times in the in a couple months. I know, right? You want to do more? Nope. I I'll do worship if you do. Deal. I'd I'd actually pay to see that. I'll be like, hey, everybody, grab your hymn book and turn to page one twenty two. Right. <laughs> Up from okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. I could probably do it. Probably wouldn't be as confident as you are, but I could probably do. I it. I bet you could. Maybe. I've actually heard you sing. You, you've got a pretty a good, good voice. Singer, you've got a better voice much. than you think. I don't know about that. But. Yep. So, you know who's good? Who's good singer? Who you have sing with you. Scott Hunter. He is. Very good singer. And you guys sound really good together. Yeah. He he does a good job of harmonizing too. I like I wish got, I could take credit for that, but that's all Scott. Uh, I, think that, um, I think you should um get him up there again soon because he really does you guys do compliment mm-hmm. each other and it does sound really good. And I've ever heard a lot of I mean yep. I've heard randomly I do too. good things about yeah, I about agree. That. So I agree. Yeah. So get him locked into a contract, maybe. Well, you know, you could do that. I mean, yeah. I think he's looking for one. Is he? Yeah. Good deal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good deal. So what else I, is going on? I don't have anything else as far as I know. Okay. Thank you guys for, um, bearing with us at the beginning. If you made it this long or whatever. And thank you guys, our regular listeners who always uh, listen and, um, you know, take part. And again, if you want to share this, um, if you haven't already liked it, go ahead and like it and subscribe. I guess that's the right thing to yep, say. Yep, like, right? subscribe, share it. Yeah, and um, but yeah, this is a part we we would be talking about this stuff whether we're on the podcast or not. And exactly. So, but here we go. Yep. Well, thanks again. Have a great week. Enjoy this weather, and um, I'm going to enjoy not hearing you complain about the weather. At least today. At least today. So you have a good week as well. You too. See you, everybody. Bye.